Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Okay, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed. Giving honor and praise to the Most High God. Thanking God for being God. Thanking God for bringing us to the end of 2019. Thanking God for all he's done, all he's going to do. Thanking God for his awesomeness. Thanking God for my sister, Ann, that was able to get out the hospital alive. God, we're praying that 2020, we rebuke that demon spirit of uh, induced hospitalization. We rebuke the demon spirit of targeting. We call that stuff this torture program to have, be null and void on God's people. God, we ask you to, to just use us, Heavenly Father, to design the appropriate materials for the appropriate shielding against these uh, crimes that are inducing sickness on people. God, we come against that demon that's on that end that's trying to you know, induce her back and forth in the hospital in the name of Jesus. We call that demon to be dead, destroyed, scattered, busted, dismantled in the name of Jesus. God, we give you the praise and the glory that we get. We came this, we've come this far by faith. We come this far, Heavenly Father, to see this uh, January 2020 coming up. God, I thank you. I praise you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for bringing us through 2019. I ask you, God, for those we lost in 2020. 19 to have them be with you, Lord, to have them rest in peace, for you, Lord, to use their spirits as warrior angels across the earth. Heavenly Father, I ask you to launch your warrior angels around the, all of us that are here, giving you the praise and the honor that they will guide our steps. I ask you, Lord, to bless this lesson that we're going to go into tonight, Heavenly Father, where we're looking at this new year. What is the thing that we need to do to bring us closer to you, God. We can't do it without you, Lord. We all fall short of the glory, not one. The Bible says not one is perfect. So we all have something we can drop, Lord. Help us drop it, Lord, so that we can be the woman and the men that you created us to be, Heavenly Father. God, we give you the praise. We call blessings upon us, upon this 2020. Blessings in our health, number one, Heavenly Father. Blessings with our health so that we can serve you with all our heart, mind, body, and soul. Blessings in our finances and our businesses, Heavenly Father, so that we can advance the kingdom of God. God, we ask you for our Pastor Ben, who has had a physical uh, church, to get that church back in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that he can do the work that you have ordained him to do, Heavenly Father. God, we ask you for our sister Wahida, her family to be protected, another one, Heavenly Father, that they will keep, that you, you, Heavenly Father, will keep that family out the hospital. Lord, I ask you to keep each and every one of us out of harm's way, out the hospital, away from these demons. God, we ask you to send Send your people to work on this earth to develop guidelines and appropriate prosecution material uh, methods that will discourage hospital killings, hospital infestations. We come to that demon spirit. We come against the spirit of any type of plotted and planned car accidents. We, we come against the plans of the devil, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God that we have learned through uh, your word, that we are seated in high places, God, that you have all authority, that you are the creator of all, that you have all power. Lord, teach us to launch that power. Teach us to launch the discipline to use that power to do great things on this earth, Heavenly Father. God, we give you the praise. We thank you, Lord, for praying people. We thank you, Lord, for praying targeted individuals. We ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of them across this earth, those who are suffering, Lord, those who may not have a place to stay, those who are running, Lord, because of this horrific program. Lord, give them, give them stability. Give them safety, Lord. Let them have a place to rest. Give them refuge, Lord. Let them know there's rest with you. Give them the power to fight off this big demon. This is a big demon from the top, 
We come against spiritual wickedness in high places. We bind it up. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every entity on this earth advancing Satan's kingdom, no matter what disguise. We plead the blood of Jesus on our governing structures that have the capability to destroy uh, organized crime programs. We plead the blood of Jesus on the executive branch of government. We plead the blood of Jesus on the judicial branch of government. And we plead the blood of Jesus on the legislative government. We plead the blood of Jesus that demons will be yanked out. We plead the blood of Jesus that no matter who ends up being the president, that your will will be done on this earth, that the laws and the, the orders that are being directed from the top will be in agreement and in accordance with God's word. God, we love you. We exalt you. We magnify your name, Lord. We just give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We just thank you, God, for the land of the living. We thank you, Lord, for turning things around. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us in the way that you created us, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. We come against any spirit trying to tamper or damage the body you have given us, Heavenly Father. We bind and rebuke any type of attacks, the hip, the leg, the arm, the throat, the mind. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Any type of attack, any type of distortion from the way you created us, Lord. Keep us, Lord, where we do not ever have to depend on medicine to be the men and women that you created us to be, Heavenly Father. And if, if we do, let it be clean medicine. Lord, bless the decent and the lawful and the God-loving doctors and nurses, Heavenly Father, that are trying, that are doing your will on this earth. Let them have power and authority in the hospitals. Let them have power and authority, all public officials that are godly, Heavenly Father, that want to do, that want to see righteousness prevail. Give them authority, Lord, in the appropriate public leadership offices they have. We give you all the praise, Lord. We look forward to 2020 to be a year, a year, Heavenly Father, that we can exalt you, magnify you. We decree and declare that we will see more promises. We will see more things happening that are in God's will, that are God's plan. We bind up and rebuke the spirit of defeat, the spirit of hopelessness, helplessness. We send it to the pit of hell. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. We stand with the Most High God. God, we thank you for allowing us to get to know you, to praise you, to worship you, Heavenly Father, to recognize that you are the creator of all. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for the hedge of protection in our going and coming each way we go. Watch over each and every one of us, Lord. Lord, give us a spirit, Heavenly Father, to practice what we preach, Lord, to live out the way that you have want us to live, Heavenly Father. God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Pastor Ben, and then Ann, and then Wahida. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that's above every name, we adore you, Master. And we thank you for your grace, for your love, for your mercy. For you kept us alive even up to today. We thank you. Right from January, February, March, even up to today, you've been with us. You never leave us. You never forsake us. Thank you for standing by us. We appreciate you. We give you all the praise. We do not allow the plan of the enemy to prevail. We do not allow the enemy to have his way. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for protecting us, preserving us. And so, Father of glory, I pray this night that you manifest your power. Everyone in our lives, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, move mightily. Everyone through this prayer, show yourself strong. I call for signs and wonders. I call for healing. I call for total deliverance. I call, Father of glory, that every arrow targeting anybody's head backfire sevenfold. In the name of Jesus Christ, every power of darkness assigned against anyone. Such powers be destroyed now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every wickedness planned against anybody be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Just like we said in your word, that we have been quickened together. We have been made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Even at that position, we come against you, powers of darkness, your wicked spirit, principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, Spiritual wickedness in every place, you are destroyed now. Your assignment is cancelled. 
your power, or render your power powerless. You strong man in charge of our case. You are destroyed now in the name of Jesus. We go to our childhood. Every power that has been deposited, even in our childhood, to affect us in future, to affect us even in our present day, to affect and pollute our future, you are destroyed now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every power of darkness that think they can do whatever they want to do, even against us, you are destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare the lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you who have kept us even up to today, will see us through 2020 in the mighty name of Jesus. Every weapon fashioned against anyone, every plan the enemy has for anyone in 2020, such plans will be destroyed now. Such plans will not come to pass. It will not stand in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father Glory, that you manifest your power. We embrace the plan that you have for us for 2020. We declare Jesus Christ is Lord. We cover every single day in 2020 with the blood of Jesus Christ. We declare the plan of God for our life will be fulfilled. We will accomplish what God has destined us to accomplish for 2020. Jesus, glorify your name. Manifest your power. I declare healing for those who are sick. I declare total deliverance of the brain, total deliverance of the head. In the name of Jesus Christ, every arrow targeting anyone, I command the arrow to go back sevenfold, backfire sevenfold. In the name of Jesus Christ, whom the Son set free is free indeed. We walk in total freedom and liberty. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We say this year we'll not see our end, but we'll see the end of this year by the special grace of God. Thank you, Jesus, for being with us and being our guide and being our deliverer and being our Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Ben. Anne, I want to give you time to say a little prayer. Anne. Okay. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name I pray, Father. Thank you so much, Father, for allowing us to get together this eve with my prayer warrior, sisters and brothers, Father. Thank you so much, for Father, for allowing us to get together and send praises to you, Father, that you send blessings down to us. We are so thankful, Father, for all that you do, for all that you do in bringing us forward and keep continuing to bringers for it, no matter what our illnesses may be and how it is inflicted by the devil, Father. Please continue to bless us and bless our families and bless my all my sisters and brothers, those who are on the prayer call line, as well as those who are not on the prayer call line. Let them know that they are loved by you, Father, and loved by you only, Father, as you continue to bless us. In Jesus' name we pray forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Wahida? Hello? Yes, Wahida, go ahead. Yeah, um, the volume kind of went down. That was Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Okay. Father God, I give you praise. I give you thanks. I honor you. I cherish you. I believe in you. I know that you are one and only God. I bless you. I love you. Thank you for everything you're doing for us. Thank you for keeping me and my children and all the TIs alive. Also, all the the people that are asleep and are committing these these um crimes with these secret weapons, covert weapons. Father, please wake them up. We wake the politicians up and let them do the right thing. Let them help the people. And let this be this world be a better place. All the leaders of the world need to wake up and do the right things for people, for humans. And I thank you for keeping me and my children alive every day, despite everything that that are happening to us. And um, please, Father, they're they're using more advanced technologies. They're making our stomach very noisy and gassy and painful. Please rebuke everything back onto where it's coming from. 
Also a lot of 5G radiation burning everywhere on my body. My children, Father, you know what's going on. Please continue to to shield us and put a stop to this. And um, thank you for Miriam, Pastor Ben, and, and I, I'm sending you healing and prayer. I hope you don't have to go back into the hospital. And um, may God keep you safe. And Father, please make this world a better place. There is so much wrong going on. I don't know why you know. And wake these people up that are committing these crimes. I don't know if they're asleep, they're put into it or what, but it's really bad and you need to intervene and put a stop to it, Father. Thank you so much. I know you will save us, you will keep us alive. And I give you praise for that. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Well, we're going to look at New Year, uh, a New Year's Bible lesson on putting Jesus first. At the beginning of each year, many people reflect upon their life and what they can do to improve it. We see slogans everywhere motivating people to be the new you through weight loss programs, financial planning, planning exercise regimens, and home organization. Yet most of us find by the end of the year, we've slipped back into some of our old habits once again. This occurs because we as people, we're striving for change in our own strength without seeking the help of the Lord. In this lesson, we will be encouraged to examine our lives and identify one thing we need to give up at the start of this new year. What is the one thing in our lives that are, that's holding us back from having a closer walk with God or having a relationship with him at all? We will learn that this change that we seek cannot be found in our own strength. Some things can only be made possible with God's help. So we'll examine our lives to examine one thing we're holding on to, which is perhaps you know, keeping us from having that close, the closest walk possible with God. We're going to look at Luke 18, verses 18 to 27. And um, we'll be, these are some of the things we'll look at. Um, first of all, what is, what is special about uh, this, uh, this, the first month of the year? Which, uh, what special, anybody have a special resolution? Um, my resolution is to, you know, go, go out and, um, and seek help, seek, um, to, to get stuff done that I need to do because, um, I'm sitting in this house, they're keeping me in this house, sick, with pain and and I, you know, before I know it, the day is over. So, um, and until I give up TV, I watch too much, show, you know, stuff about TIs and stuff to kind of cool down, like calm down with that, you know, watch less and do the things I need to do for me and my kids. I want to show them better example of myself because I'm home all the time watching TV and and being in the house and, you know, and those kinds of things and not getting stuff I need to get done and it kind of put them down too. Right. So that's I a, asked God for that, for my new year resolution. Get going, get going, don't look back. Amen. And forward forever, backwards, never. Excellent. That's a beautiful self-valuation. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about, how about um, you, Pastor Ben? Well, it's, it's happening. Huh? And uh, um, I just want uh, people to know that, yes, they are the prophets of their own lives. And your life does not depend on anybody. Yeah, you are whom God says you are. And no one has the right over you without your consent. The devil cannot do you anything without approval from you. 
without you saying, okay, yes. Uh, this 2020, one needs to take their life back. Uh, people need to spend time with the Word of God. Acquit yourself with God's Word. Fellowship with God should be more than before. Prayer should be the key. This 2020, people are... They, they, they believe in what the devil is saying rather than what God is saying about them. And people do investigation or they do the study about what the devil is doing instead of studying and knowing what God is doing, what God wants them to do, what God has prepared for them, whom God called them. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1, God said we should not fear and that he has redeemed us and he has called us by our name and that we belong to him. If we belong to God, God will take care of us. God will protect you. And if anyone now wants to tamper with what belongs to God, then God will say enough is enough and God will fight the battle. Yeah, so... uh, 2020, people should exalt God more than exalting the devil. Uh, give honor to whom honor is due. God who created you know why he has created you. And he has a good plan for you. And don't allow the devil to say, oh yes, I can do whatever I like with you. No, the devil has no right to do that. God has given you authority. He said, I give you power to tread on serpent and scorpion and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt us. We need to know what God is saying about us in 2020 because a lot of things will happen in 2020. And so we need to be closer to God. Yeah, somebody said, nothing can happen to you, nothing bad can happen to you except to believe lies. That if you don't believe the lies of the devil, the devil has no right. And if you don't, if, we, if the devil doesn't get your consent, the devil cannot attack you. If, if, if your attention, if your time, and uh, your emotion is on God, yes, God is taking that as worship. But if, if your emotion, if your time, uh, if your energy is on what the devil is doing, then the devil is taking that as worship as well. So 2020, we need to have time for God. Intimacy with God is very, very important. Yeah, because when you are familiar with God and, and, and you have time for God, God always wants to hear you. God always wants you to talk to him. God will always want you to relate to him. Yeah, but if you don't have time for God, you just do hit and run prayer. Um, well, that is the way God will, will respond. So 2020 it should be a, a year whereby we, we give our attention to God. Let God be our number one priority. Yeah, and the word of God is very, very important. So that everything we'll be saying will be the word of God. Because in Psalm 103 verse 20, it said the angels, they hearken to the voice of the word of God. So when we speak the word of God, the angels will act on it. Psalm 118, verse 17 says, I shall not die. I shall live to declare the works of God. That should be our song. Say, God has not given me over unto death. If God has not given you over unto death, then don't allow the enemy to cut your life short. Stand on what God is saying about you in 2020. God bless. Amen. 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 And any New Year's resolution, my resolution is to walk closer with God and take heed to this um, lesson here about what we're going to read tonight. Anne? Anne? Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know. She's still here. Anne? All right. Maybe she stepped away. All right, Jesus spoke to a man in the Bible and he asked him to give something up so the man could follow Jesus with his whole heart. 
Jesus wanted the man to resolve to give up this thing so he could fully follow Jesus. Let's see if we can guess what the thing was. We're going to look at uh, the scripture where Jesus talks with this man's man and find out what the one thing Jesus asked him to give up. If you have a Bible, take a look at, we're going to go to Luke 18, verses 18 to 27. It's called the rich man and the kingdom of God. Luke 18, verses 18 to 27. The rich man and the kingdom of God. A certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life, eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you should not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. All these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, how hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this act, who then can be saved? Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. <laughs> Those are the basic scriptures for the new year. What's the meaning behind that? Let's take a look. Jesus spoke to a man in the Bible and he asked him to give up something so the man could follow Jesus with his whole heart. Jesus wanted the man to resolve to give up this thing he could fully, so he could fully follow Jesus. What was that? Anybody knows? What did what did I just read? What did God ask him to give up? False testimony. No, no, no. I just I'm read trying it. to find it on my phone, but I'm not finding what you were reading. Luke 18. I'll read it again. Luke 18, verses 18 to 27. It's about it's about the rich and the kingdom of God. In verse 18, it says, a certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then Jesus answered and said, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. All these things I kept since I was a boy, he said. And when Jesus heard this, he said to him, but you still lack one thing. Jesus said, sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he wasn't happy. He became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at, so what did Jesus ask him to give up? What did Jesus? You shall, you shall not commit adultery. No, no, no. Jesus act, just asked him. Listen, when, when Jesus heard this, he said to him, "You still." The guy said, "I don't commit adultery. I don't do murder. I don't steal. All these things. I've been a good guy. What's going on?" And Jesus heard him, and he said to him, "But you still lack one thing." Jesus said, sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. So what did Jesus ask him to give up? Hello? 
sell everything he has? To sell everything he had. Jesus asked him to sell because he was rich. And that's when the guy got sad. Yeah, yeah, right. The guy was saying, you know, I don't don't do adultery. I don't commit murder. I don't steal. I'm, you know, he's almost saying, look, I'm the perfect guy. And God, Jesus said, no, well, you know, how about, you know, you're lacking one thing, sell everything and you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and then come follow me. And when he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, how hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this ask, what then, who then can be saved? And Jesus replied, what's impossible with men is possible with God. So what they're showing us here, uh, what is the question the man asked Jesus? How can I have eternal life? Okay, and then how did Jesus answer this question? You have it? You want to reread verse 19 and 20, Wahida? No, I, I, I didn't find it. I have up to 18, 21, verse 19. Oh. Pastor Ben, do you have it in front of you? Okay. No, I don't have that with that. Huh? No, I don't have everything. Yeah. No, he said he doesn't say. You want to read it? Okay, why do you call me good, Jesus? No one is going to accept it. You know the commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony honor your father and mother all these i have kept since i was a boy he said okay so uh what is the uh first jesus reminded the man that no one is good and that all people have sinned The man's reply, he said, he had kept all the laws Jesus listed and that he was a good man, right? What did Jesus tell the man he still needed to do? You know, okay, you're a good man. You commit, you keep, you know, you keep all the commandments, but there's still one thing you need to do. And what was that? Honor your father and mother. No, no, no. To give the money to the poor, remember? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Jesus told the rich man to give up everything he owned to follow Jesus. This is the one thing the man had left to do before he could have eternal life. And, Mm -hmm. And that's in verse 23. How did the man feel about giving up everything he owned? Okay, I don't have, I have up to 21, you, I didn't hear, hard you said up to 27, 18 through 27, you said, right? Right, right, but that, I thought, mm-hmm. I thought you said 18 through 21, so that's what I have here. Oh, okay, it was through 27, but okay, basically, how did the man feel about giving everything he owned? He was sad, he was sad because he was very rich and he did not want to give up all his possessions to follow Jesus. Now, something we want to make clear is that Jesus does not give us a list of things to do in order to get into heaven. There is no to-do list to check off. But we may wonder, huh? But we may wonder, why did Jesus ask this man to do something to receive eternal life? Jesus knew that this wealthy man was being held back by his possessions, by his many possessions. His great wealth was the one thing that was his heart somewhat hard. Jesus knew this man's heart would not want to follow Jesus until his possessions had been given away. Jesus said in verses 24 to 25, to be a true follower of Christ and receive eternal life, we must give our whole heart to God. 
this rich young ruler was willing to give most of his heart and life to Jesus, but not all of it. His wealth was the one thing keeping him from following Jesus with his whole heart. Life's application. Is there one thing holding us back from following Jesus with our whole heart? Maybe we're not a follower of Jesus yet because we do not want to give up one sin and repent. The one thing we need to resolve to do this new year is to give up, to do self-analysis and to give up and believe in Jesus' death on the cross and find that one thing to give up because this new year may be the year we choose to live a new life in Christ. For those of us, for those who know Christ with saving faith, we have already turned from most sins. We, we at least we think we have. Uh, we believe in the saving work of Jesus' death on the cross, and we are seeking to live our lives in the way Jesus would want us to live. Yet, we may still have one thing in our life that's holding us back in our relationship with him. Maybe there's something in our heart clinging to us we think is, is more important than Jesus. Is getting the lead role, is it, you know, being the lead in the job, is it becoming, you know, the most, uh, the highest, uh, the, the biggest person in a certain event? Uh, is it sneaking food from the kitchen <laughs> when no one's looking, no matter what? There's that one thing we need, we want to look at for the new year that we can get we can give up to give God 100%. For the rich young ruler, it was holding on to his wealth, which meant he did not receive eternal life. What is our one thing? Let's close with one final word from Jesus in verse 27. In verse 27, Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And, you know, we stand on that. Jesus does not leave us to give up that one thing all on our own and by our own strength. God knows we cannot do it on our own, but we need his help. So therefore, whatever your New Year's resolution is, ask God for help to give up that one thing to him. Pray for God to help us. Pray for him to help us give up our one thing this year so that we can have a better, a stronger relationship with God. Or so we can have a closer relationship with God. None of us can give up our one thing all on our own. We need God's help every day. And um, that's the uh, resolution prayer. That one thing, whatever the one thing is that we want to give up as a sacrifice to God, let us recognize that we can't do it on our own. Because we're just going to say we're going to do it. If we're just going to say we're going to do it, it's not happening. You have to, we, we can't do it on our own. We do need God's help. So if God takes away something, you can believe he's going to give it back to you triple fold. Excuse me. So for the new year, for the new year, you pick one thing that can help you build a closer relationship with God. And it can be, it's, you know, it can be personal or, you know, it could just be something general. One of mine's is, you know, definitely trimming down. I'd like to be slimmer and I know it cannot be done without God. And it can be done through fasting and praying. And only God can bring, bring us through that. So that's the important message for today. Find that one thing you want to do, you want to give up, that will help you have a closer relationship with God. I'm going to go through 17 Bible verses about a new beginning, about a new beginning for the new year. Millions of Americans commit to New Year's resolutions each year. 
Yet most sadly, they give up pretty quick on their newfound personal promises. The goal is generally some form of transformation, whether it be a new quest for physical fitness, healthy eating, or more organized lifestyle. The best way to start a new beginning is to turn to God and the Bible and get the help you need. What does the Bible say about new beginnings? God's word is filled with wonderful advice about how to change your life. In fact, the New Testament is a treasure when it comes to Bible verses about new beginnings with Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, saving humanity from sin and opening the door for personal change. In Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24, it tells us that accepting Christ allows us to push away our former way of life and to push aside our old self. This includes the negative attitudes and deceitful desires that sometimes creep into the human conscience. Accepting Jesus and embarking on a quest to live like him, it helps to transform each of us into a better person. So if we're looking for personal transformation, we need to look no further than the Bible to see what God's word has to say about new beginnings. Bible verses about, new, about a new beginning. For I know the plans I have for you, declares God. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. This is one of the most powerful Bible verses about new beginnings. The realization that God God has a plan for each and every one of us can help carry us into the new year. Focusing on this plan is key to helping us become the people we are meant to be. Another scripture, Psalms 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to God and praise his name. As we start the new year, this Bible verse about new beginnings reminds us of the importance of giving thanks to God and of praising Christ. We can look forward to the new year with joy in our hearts and excited anticipation about what's to come. It all starts with praising God for all we, for all we have already in lamentations 3:22 because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his passion never fails there are new every morning great is his faithfulness i say to myself the lord is my portion therefore i will wait for him lamentations 3:22 to 24 This talks about God's love love for us, which never fails. Even when we make mistakes, he's still there to love us and he's there to pick us back up again. As we look toward the new year, this Bible verse about new people reminds us static okay okay uh, i gotta find where i left off for a minute okay bible verses okay here we go because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassion never fails they are new thing new every morning great is his faithfulness I will say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for Okay, I had to mute. Okay, yeah, I don't know what there's some, one of the lines had a lot of static, so it's okay now. All right. That Lamentations 3.22, it says God's love for us never fails, even when we make mistakes. He's still there to love us and pick us back up again. As we look towards the new year, this Bible verse about new beginning reminds us that Jesus' sacrifice not only saves us, but holds the power to transform our hearts. 
In Ephesians 4.22, it says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness, Ephesians 4.22. This means we're made new in Christ. Even if we've fallen into negative patterns in 2019, the new year is a time for new beginnings. Rather than obsessing over crafting resolutions, make a concerted effort to follow Jesus more closely. This is the best way to move forward with hope on the best path forward. In Philippians 4.6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. This means that when it comes to Bible verses about a new beginning, Philippians 4.6 is an essential scripture. It reminds us to turn to prayer and thanksgiving rather than worry and panic. This is wonderful advice when it comes to forging a new beginning. Make a commitment to turn to prayer in every situation as you head into the new year. And I know it's so true. Um, when my mother was killed, it was I was you know she was being tortured, and it put fear, and it made me anxious. And I was leaving the state, went to Florida. And it was just too quick of a move. And perhaps had I slowed it down and not been anxious, it says, do not be anxious about anything, especially a demonic attack. Perhaps if I prayed more, I didn't just jump. I might still have her. Yeah, I know that feeling. They always did, they were doing this to me since I was little. I can't face nobody. I can't like I, I panic and I I get very shaky and stuff. But now since I know what's going on, it's fun because I make myself strong, you know. Right. And the word of God is clear. Do not be mm -hmm. anxious about anything, but I, in every situation by prayer and petition. With giving, present your request to God. Yeah, they yeah. still do it to me sometimes. It's like something hitting you, vibrating your body, and you, you get very like scared and nervous. But you gotta fight it. You gotta call on God. You, you, you gotta remember these. Remember these scriptures. Say, Lord, your word says I should not be anxious about anything. I rebuke that demon. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition. Okay, in John 13, 34, it says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This means that as we head into the new year, let's remember Jesus commands love God and love others. No matter what happened with friends and family in 2019, look forward to new beginnings in 2020. Make a con concerted effort to love others regardless of how much you like them. Try to see others through God's lens. I'm glad I read that because I I spoke to a family member today and we were just talking about how we dislike this one cousin and this year, da, 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 you know, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change it to, I'm going to start praying for that person and ask God to do whatever needs to be done in their lives. Okay, another scripture. Colossians 3 verses 9 to 11. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Hence, there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Colossians 3, 9, 11. 
Colossians 3 verses 9 to 11. This means in addition to loving others, let's be sure we also live in truth. Don't lie to others and don't let yourself fall into old and negative patterns. Seek God and follow Christ as your navigator. Seek God and follow Christ as we navigate our new beginning. Regularly pause to pray and reassess to be sure you're on the right path. That reassess to be sure you're on the right path is critically important. When you're doing something and, and, and it's just not going right, you need to reassess it to be sure you're on the right path. In James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Life often changes, chaos sometimes rages, but with God, we have consistency. The Lord never changes, something to keep in mind as we seek a new beginning. The Bible tells us that God is good and that he has a plan for our lives. Let's remember that as we seek to move forward in a positive light in the new year, we seek permanence only in the Lord. So we have to remember James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above. It comes from the Father of the heavenly lights and God does not change. And first Peter, first Peter seven, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. This means among Bible verses about a new beginning, first Peter five, seven is yet to another. Remember for us not to allow anxiety mm, to overtake us. God cares for us. God loves us. And he wants us to rely on him as we navigate life's struggles. Remember this reality as we head into the new year, that God cares for us, God loves us, and he wants us to rely on him as we navigate life's struggles. Remember this reality as we head into the new year. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed, Psalms 20, verse 4. This means that the first step to a new beginning with Christ is focusing on his wants and plans for your life, for our lives. Once, our, once we align our path with God's path, the sky is the limit. Seek God as we make plans in this new year and look to God as we craft all new beginnings. Jesus loves us and he wants the best for us. Something that is essential to remember during times of struggle and success alike. Remember that God loves us and that he wants to, he wants to give us the desires of our heart to, that's aligned with his will. Colossians 3.17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This Bible verse means, the Bible verse about new beginning tells us the importance of operating in Jesus' name in our lives. Keeping Christ as the center helps everything else come together. That's a statement worth keeping in mind as we head into 2020. Operating based on biblical principles and with the Lord in mind, it helps us exist with a gracious and contented heart. In Isaiah 43, verse 18, 19, it says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland, Isaiah 43, 18, 19. This passage basically says, don't let the events and happenings of the past hold us back in 2020. It's so easy to get bogged down in chaos and bad decisions, but it is never too late to embrace a new self and push away the old self. Rather than dwelling on the past, solidify a new beginning by turning to scripture and prayer. 
map out goals and pray that God guides us where he wants us in the new year. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone. The new is here, 2 Corinthians 5.17. This means that we're, a new, we're new creations in Jesus' name, with the old self being replaced with the new self. One thing, one that is forgiven and by embracing Christ's sacrifice, we can live a totally fulfilled life in line with the Almighty. We have to pray for guidance in the new year as we seek God to help us find success. Proverbs 23:18. There is surely a future hope for us, and our hope will not be cut off. This verse simply means don't be fearful of the future. The Bible verse about new beginning reminds us that there is hope for us, that hope, hope that can be found in the Lord. The Bible makes this clear throughout. But per Proverbs 23, 18. Ooh, somebody banging pots. But Proverbs 23, 18 is one of the clear places where we are told that placing our future in God's hands is the best path forward. Amen. Again, placing our future in God's hands is the best path forward. In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings like eagle. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not be faint. This means that perhaps some, some days we may be feeling weak and tired in 2019, and we may have felt weak and tired, but as we get closer to 2020, we, we have to know that God has created us to soar like eagles. This scripture tells us that maybe we've struggled and we're in need of strength and sustenance, but we should have no fear. We can put our faith and hope in God and pray for his supernatural strength to fill our hearts and comfort us. We can find renewed strength and a new beginning in the most high God, amen. In Hebrews 13, six, it says, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? No, this means no matter what happens, always place God's standards above anyone else's. Bible verses about a new beginning tell us that we should never be afraid and that God will be with us no matter what. Keep in mind that we don't fear culture and people over God. Put Jesus in the new year. Psalms 40, verse 3, he put a new song in my mouth. He put a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. As we pursue a new beginning in 2020, remember to place your full, we should remember to place our full confidence and reliance and trust in Christ. He has the power to totally transform us. Amen, amen, and amen. Those are 17 Bible verses about a new beginning for the new year. Everything is very clear. You can make a thousand uh, resolutions. Nothing can be done without the Most High God. So we have to put God first and we have to know that all things are possible with God. So may we have a blessed new year. May we, uh, we'll, we'll be coming back Sunday night to pray some more new year prayers. And, um, you know, be blessed. I'm going to end with a song by Yolanda Adams, Be Blessed. And then I'll close out. And you're all washed out 
Cause it rained on your parade. Seems nobody cares about you anyway. Now you're living your life like a castaway. Urge for strength inside. Was it all in vain? Cause the deeper you dig, you find more and more pain. Don't let your tomorrow be like yesterday. Cause I spoke to God. I called out your name. And on your behalf.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.